Welcome back, business casual listeners. We are going into a space in this podcast where things are just going to become more personal uh, because I feel like I'm being led to speak more from my personal experience than to just pull random things from the news headlines and things of that nature. And one of the things that has been laid on my heart to speak about is the ability to stop and think, be patient and wait. Um, And I believe that waiting when you think about God and God's timing for your life and positioning, waiting is an action verb because what I've learned is that so many ideas, so many great starts, so many um, things that look like these amazing opportunities are really just tools that the enemy sends to allow you to stop waiting on God's perfect timing. And I'm going to give a couple examples from my own life. And I'm also going to read from Luke chapter 14, verse 25. Um, well, we'll get into that in a second. So one of the things from my life where I realized that I had a patience issue and a waiting issue is when it comes to business investments. There are a lot of things that require action, immediate action that when you start a business that that's a great mindset to have like hey you know I'm starting this company and we need new contracts so I'm not going to be necessarily patient and wait around I'm going to hit the streets I'm going to drum up business I'm going to get flyers made I'm going to be proactive all of that is well and good but there comes a time um, a lot of times before you even get to that place where you should wait and you should seek God and you should seek counsel and you should talk to people who've already been where you're at so you can kind of have a basis as to what this thing is going to actually take from you. Because one of the things that I understand from people and why their ability to wait and be patient is so fragmented is because they haven't really sat down and figured out what their dream or what this opportunity is really going to cost. They never look at the negative side of what might go wrong. It's heavy emphasis on the positive. And a lot of people, when they come to me with their business ideas, I'm like, wow, this is great. How much does it cost? And they'll have a a roundabout number. Most people don't even know. But the people that at least put the numbers down, they'll have the basic general numbers, but they won't have details like fleshed out. And to me, it leads to a verse in the Bible um, in Luke that is very relevant to this. And I'm going to read that right quick. So we're in 
Luke chapter 14, actually verse 28. Suppose, and this is Jesus talking. Suppose someone wants to build a tower. Won't he sit down first and figure out how much it will cost? Then he will see whether he has enough money to finish it. Suppose he starts building and is not able to finish. Then everyone who sees what he has done will laugh at him. They will say, this fellow started to build, but he wasn't able to finish. And I believe in today's day and time, um, I've started a bunch of towers and I haven't finished them. And it's not as obvious as maybe a physical tower like, oh, I created this tower. I went, took out this crazy loan. I didn't think about how much it was going to cost. And now people can see five and six half built towers um, on my property. And they like, what is up with this guy? Why does he keep, you know, jumping out there and starting these things and doesn't really understand what it's going to cost him. Um, And one of the things that I like to say is early victories sometimes can set a person up. And one of the early victories I had was when I started my first company, it was a success. Um, And I don't think I really understood or appreciated how much time it took before I decided to do the company that I decided on. Um, And it took years to start something. And the costs were very, very clear in my mind of what it was going to cost financially, what it was going to cost emotionally, what it was going to even cost in society because a lot of costs that people don't understand is the societal costs. What are the people around you going to think about what you're doing? Because that takes an emotional tone. I mean, an emotional toll on most people when you say, Hey, I want to go into real estate and I want to purchase this property and I want to fix it up and I'm going to do this and that. And the people around you haven't, they don't look at real estate as an investment. They look at real estate as you buy a house, you move in it and you build a family. But you're like, hey, I'm about to take this property and I'm about to flip it or I'm going to take this property and create cash flow. And you may have to move back in with your parents. And they're like, yo, what are you doing? You got a a, a property you could be living in. And you're like, nah, I'm I'm actually... um, going to take some time to move back in with my parents, look a little goofy at 2530 or whenever. um, And you have to put those costs in there. And I think a lot of times the only cost that we put is the financial cost to things. And we don't necessarily see that there's an emotional cost. There's a time costs like how much time is this thing going to take from my life because another thing we don't realize is we don't have that many years you know these investments are not only shaving money out of our pockets I, I, I truly believe money may be the cheapest part of an investment 
And that's saying a lot. But I really believe money may be the cheapest part of an investment. I think the toll that investments take on your family, especially if you have a wife and kids like I do, like um, sometimes I'll say, hey, you look, we're, we're going to take some time. We're going to invest in this thing. And now our money has to be tied up here. So all of the extras and things we're going to have to cut back. And sometimes your family isn't going to see the bigger picture at the end. Even if you lay it out very beautifully for them and graphs and <laughs> all types of uh, analytics to, to prove it. They're just seeing, oh, well, I can't buy that extra pair of shoes or I can't get the um, type of car I want right now or I can't eat out every week, three and four times a week. You know, they, they see the the instant cost to what um, the investment may may take a toll on your relationship. And one of the things that I just want to stress with this whole situation is if you don't know the cost and not just the financial cost to what you're about to get into like you got to understand the time cost you have to understand the emotional cost you definitely have to understand the financial cost and then waiting becomes a lot easier because once you've gone through three or four bad investments like I have um, where I've spent ten like $10,000 on an app investment that didn't pan out. I spent another ten, fifteen thousand dollars on a TV show that I got produced that's no longer um, on air. Uh, I've spent um, right now. I'm in the middle of an investment for a uh, janitorial supplies company where we're drop shipping supplies to people. I'm currently like $3,000 in on that, three, $4,000 in on that. And it comes a point where you really have to weigh the emotional toll that you're taking your family through. Uh, and sometimes the safest investment and the safest bet is to go with what's already winning. And a lot of times people will jump into real estate, jump into the next hot thing like I did when it came to apps because the app boom was going on and everybody was making money. So then I, I, I jumped into that, lost my tail, <laughs> you know, lost my butt in that. Um, I was able to recover. I didn't invest more money in it than I could handle. But at the same time, it was like that 10K, if, it, if I just put that into stocks, would be worth so much more right now. You know, um, then the TV show, I learned so many things from starting the TV show, from starting the investment that, yeah, I may have lost financial financially, but I did gain in other ways. And it's made me a more savvy investor now. Um, so sometimes your loss, even if it's financial, you may gain in other areas. But as you grow, 
And as you start to have more responsibility in life, one of the things you realize is that you want a complete win. No more of these learning lessons where people go, oh, it's not a failure because you learned something. You don't want that no more. <laughs> you, don't, you want to see a financial gain at the end of what in the world you're doing. And I feel like sometimes it takes three or four investments to kind of figure out like, oh, wow, I need to measure more things than the, just the finance. I need to measure everything. And I'm at a place in life now where it's like, I don't want to laugh at myself or to beat myself up because I'm not properly taking the time to sit down and count the cost on a new business venture. Um, and I, I don't want that for my listeners as well. And I just want to push this thought and notion out there that, hey, if you're really about to start something, if you're really about to take financial capital, time capital, emotional capital, and you're going to put into some form of an investment, the best thing you can do is to wait, count the costs, meet with people who have done it before, devise a plan, and execute that plan at the highest level and put yourself in a position where you don't have any other things that are pulling your finances away, pulling your time away, because truly successful investments, sometimes you can't play on the the soccer team. Sometimes you can't watch TV at night, Netflix. Sometimes you can't do uh, the date nights as much as you would like to with the family and everything. And you don't want to start an investment and not know when those things are going to end, when you can give your patience and time back to your, your family, when you can um, surprise the wife with some nice flowers or a vacation somewhere like you want to count the cost. Like how long am I going to go into this? And at what point can I say, you know, I've been in this too long and I haven't seen a reward. And that's one of the things when it comes to counting the cost before too. what you'll run into later on is that there's no plan that's going to be foolproof from start to finish where you've thought of every single cost. So if you're just like a little bit over your time capital, if you're just a little bit over your um, emotional capital, if you're a little bit over your financial capital, when you have a plan to look at, you can kind of see, okay, is this thing worth completing or is it better to just throw in the tile because now the two or three hours extra in the evening I thought it was going to take is now six. That might be a time um, investment that you're not willing to, to go through for six, eight months, giving up six hours after you worked. And that's OK, because the one thing that I've learned about life is that there are other things more important than money. 
And that was a hard thing to come to grips with when society is so money driven. And one of the things that I'd like to leave today with you guys, if you could really just soak this one point in, is that every investment has to be planned before you start. And that plan cannot exist in your head alone. It has to be on paper. It has to be, uh, if possible, storyboarded out for the visual learners. And you have to talk to a mentor or somebody who's been through it before and really get their advice as to does this plan make sense in your mind and actually take that plan to at least maybe one or two people that have done it before and kind of compare notes other than that you're shooting in the dark and you're shooting from the 50 from the half court line and you're expecting the ball to go in Every once in a while, we shoot from the 50, from the uh, from the half court line, and we sink it. But way more times than not, if the lights are turned off in the gym, you're at the half court line and you shoot that ball, you're going to miss because you can't properly calculate or count the risk of this ball actually going through that hoop. And business is already risky from the beginning. Investments are already risky from the beginning. So why not give yourself literally the best chance of sinking the shot and turning an investment positive? Thank you so much for listening to Business Casual. I will talk to you guys soon when God lays something on my heart. All right. Peace. Peace.